Man, it does not get much better than Otis Redding singing the blues or being lonely or being soulful or deep. Anyways, just feeling inspired by people like Otis Redding. Um, don't worry, this won't be a show like that. Just wanted, I was listening to the record, so I thought I'd share it with you too. On to the show. Yep, indeed. Yep, indeed. Welcome to another episode of The Family Cast. Food and music is life, yes. And today, I am giving you a treat. I am giving you the gift of Josh Hadquist. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Hadquist. None other than Josh Hadquist. By way of Minnesota, longtime homies from North San Diego County, namely the city of Escondido, the beautiful Hidden Valley. And we are going to get into all kinds of good stuff today for you, my friends, my listeners, my amigos y familia. I hope you are ready. Grab yourself a nice food and drink pairing, maybe some music pairings for this. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to give away anything about the episode. It's just, it's just two Joshes joshing it up, being our classic selves ever since, the same way we've been since high school together. And um, yeah, Josh has done many, many things, so... We have a lot of stuff to talk about and hopefully so much more after this episode. Uh, can't wait for you to hear it. So without any further ado, I'll, I'll talk more after the episode. How about that? So we can just get right into the episode. I appreciate you listening. And here we go with my good buddy, Josh Hackquist on the family cast. Let's dig in. talking to you not me <laughs> why are you talking about yourself in, like in the third person I, I i i talk about myself in like the sixth person it's crazy um i mean you sound crystal clear you're well 
I've been called the songbird of my generation, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's there you go, Josh Hackquist. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, we're back, part two. Adios, Gloria de Dios. Yes. Oh, and I forgot to I forgot that I in my notes that you are a, a Latin freak. And I don't mean like a sexy Latin lover. I mean like you like the language wow. of Latin. I don't know about that. You know some. Are we recording this already? I mean, it is, but I don't have to. I can. I'm just gonna still edit stuff, you know. Yeah, you better use a lot of filters on my face. To edit this out. <laughs> well, it's, it's not video. Not video this time. Okay, good. I, I was looking for some music uh, in the background, but you know. Anyways, I'll, I'll skip the music because I don't want to be distracted. Because you, I'm you matter to me. I appreciate that. You matter to me too. Yeah. So enough of this this uh this all these inside jokes and stuff ladies and gentlemen i'm, I'm sitting well are you sitting or standing what would you prefer i mean i could do like some plank, yoga poses planking, yeah. while we're doing this or see how long you can plank while we're talking um <laughs> so I'm, I'm i'm sitting here what and whatever position josh prefers he's fine to do but i got josh hadquist on the line and um, not only do we share names, our first names, we also are from the same city for yep. for some part of our lives, the same high school. Yep. And he was a member of Dogwood before I was. Yep. And and uh, of course, among uh, no, now he's doing other things too. So many many things happened after we uh, were doing high school together, which we will get into every single little detail of your life. Just kidding whatever you want to get to <laughs> you pretty much nailed the highlights of my life right there oh. with those three so <laughs> um well i mean there's been you know I, we can i mean i'll fast forward really quick right here the record you guys put out last year was pretty amazing so that's for me that was a highlight thank you yeah that was so fun i hope that you liked it too you know what i actually do and I, i've actually caught myself listening to it every once in a while there you go Whereas the old stuff, I don't, I don't really listen to at all. You mean old, beautiful, beautiful mistake mistakes? Band? Stuff, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I'm trying to make uh, more money off of Spotify with all my streams. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an extra half penny for those thousand streams. Yep. Point zero 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 two five cents. So, Josh, let's take it back to. The early, uh, so, so tell me, I mean, based on the early days, why are you a Minnesota Twins fan? So I was born in Minnesota. There you go. And then I spent every summer in Minnesota hanging out with my uncles and my grandma. Kirby Puckett? And Kirby Puckett at the Metrodome. Okay. But yeah. I, I got into baseball at a pretty young age, like collecting baseball cards and uh, I was always, I, we would go to Padre games or, or when my, when my dad was going to school, we, we lived in the Bay area. So we'd go to Oakland A's games, mm -hmm. but the twins were always my team, like from a very young age. And they were always kind of the underdog team, small market team. And so, you know, I just kind of grew up watching Kirby Puckett and all those guys win world series after world series. <laughs> right. And, uh well too but um no i've just always been like this fanatic minnesota twins fan i think i wore a twins hat every day from about fifth grade 
until I graduated from high school. Oh wow! Always. That, that's that's amazing. So do you have a, do you have a do you have a big uh, twins hat collection, or is it the same hat? It's still the same. Hat. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely uh, I've got I'm guilty of some of those things too for Padres and such. But uh, so never the Padres. No, I mean, I always, I, I like Tony Gwynn a lot, but I was mm-hmm. never a Padre fan. Like, okay. I enjoyed going to games, and I liked, you know, Tony Gwynn was always one of my favorites, and mm-hmm. Benito Santiago, and Carmelo Martinez, <laughs> some of the greats, yep. Yep. Um, Joe Carter for a little while, but... Um, a very, a very tiny while. Yeah, I think for like a half a season or something like that, Yeah, but... Um, no, like the twins were always my jam. So I, I just okay. was a fanatic and I'm I'm kind of a closeted fanatic now. Like I follow what they're doing, mm-hmm. but you know, I, it it's it's not the same level of crazy. Just, what about the other Minnesota teams? Like um, not baseball. I'm not a huge football fan, but I make uh-huh. fun of the Vikings a lot. I always say I'm like the Well, Vikings. who doesn't? I take who some doesn't? days off. <laughs> yeah. They do too. And then um, the hockey team, the Wild. I liked them when they were the North Stars, and then they moved to Dallas. And then, you know, expansion teams are kind of a joke to me anyways. So they're not legitimate. Uh, Timberwolves, I really liked the Timberwolves when Kevin Garnett played for them. So now I'm really aging myself here. That's Um, okay. Because anything is possible with Kevin Garnett. So... <laughs> um, you should have them on your next record. The Lynx, the Minnesota Lynx WNBA team, they're actually mm-hmm. really good. They've won a couple championships. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 there's a lot of good athletes on the in the WNBA. Um, yep. And as as we record this, it's actually International Women's Day. It is. So that's a good good thing you brought that up. You're so with the times. Yeah. Shout out um, to the Lynx for winning championships and being probably the best professional franchise in Minnesota. Boom! You heard it here. There you go. I think I think that uh, it's a, it's still unfortunate that we have to say, you know, for a women's team, they're actually pretty good. But you know, because because there's so many people who don't acknowledge the the athleticism of the women's team. Yeah, so. that's why I didn't preface it. <laughs> no, I totally get what you're saying. It's yeah. the same, you know, as as we talk about music. It's like they're pretty good for having a, a female guitarist or like a, a a lady singer or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, it's so it's so strange how we get into that. Um, did you ever do any um, songs with um, women singing on your in your band at all, or on the on record or on live? No, no, I haven't. Um... I mean, my voice is pretty high, but I you know I don't sound like a I don't totally don't sound like a yeah no a you know on, you that's know. an interesting question. I haven't. Do you think and... it would be a fit? Or you just haven't found the right fit? Or? Maybe not with my Beautiful Mistake, but with something else. I, see, okay. it's funny because a lot of the music that I listen to, the, the theme, like I have so many, so many of my favorite vocalists of all time are female. Um, yeah. Tanya Donnelly from Belly, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Terry Halliday from, from Curve. Uh, Sonia Madame from Echo Belly. Um, Elizabeth Frazier, who was in Cocktoo Twins and did uh, Massive Attack the mezzanine yeah. record yeah. he's hands down the greatest of all time um but uh yeah i have a ton of of, of bands that i i listen to an artist that i listen to you know brandy carlisle's another one just a, a fantastic mm-hmm. talent 
um, a lot of bands that I listen to that that are female fronted or f- just female led in in general right um, have never collaborated in that in that capacity I th- weren't you were you doing a band um, with some some different artists in in Los Angeles that had um, uh, wasn't there I thought there was a, a lead sing- the lead singer or the guitar oh, player yeah, was sorry. I'm totally I'm a I work too much today. I'm off. <laughs> I play in a band with Holly Nelson. There you go. Okay. Gosh. So I, I knew I wasn't crazy. You got to edit that out. That's awful. That's so <laughs> bad. Um, uh, I, sorry. I got, I went down the rabbit hole of like thinking about beautiful mistake and had we, ever I took that. you out. Yeah. I took you too. I, I stretched your rubber band too far one direction, but I, I forgot to that you're cool. Um, no, I play in the stranger Kings and Holly Nelson who, uh, has been uh, just a, a, a staple in the Orange County music scene for since forever. I mean, she was in a band called Killing Tree back in the day. Um, she's done uh, solo records. Uh, she's uh, guest vocaled with the Prayer Chain uh, on the Kush records. Um, but she sings in the band I'm in, Stranger Kings, and she's fantastic. Kind of a she kind of reminds me of. Um, a little bit of like um, missing persons, okay. her style and uh, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, she's a she's an amazing talent. That's awesome. Skip all the part okay. where I couldn't think of anybody that I'd ever worked with that's female. <laughs> well, no, I already knew that. I I knew about that band and that she was in the band. I I meant like other. I guess I meant other stuff. Yeah, for, for beautiful mistake. So yeah, no. um, that's fine. So. So on that note, how many how many current music projects are you doing right now? Twelve, fifteen. Okay, 18. at least twelve. Um, no, uh, <laughs> actually, so beautiful mistake is my main thing, uh-huh. and that's just been a huge blast since we got back together in two thousand eighteen. And then right. Stranger Kings, it's been tough because of the pandemic, just getting together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were working on some new stuff last year. Um, and then uh, I'm always working on stuff on my own. I'm always coming up with new, you know, song ideas and stuff that don't fit Mistake or don't really work for Stranger Kings. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see. Maybe I'll uh, actually get off my rear end and finish some stuff this year. <laughs> the Josh Hagquist experience. Yeah. like the, I like extravaganza okay. better than experience. Extravaganza. Yeah. I love it. Yes. The... Uh, so what is what's the solo stuff like is that um like more different from all your other stuff or yeah i think acoustic or it's um so it's kind of jesus and mary chain-esque swerve Mm driver-esque so so very like uh it's like shoegazy but a little more rock not as ethereal um and yeah i've kind of put it on the back burner but lately i've been working on some new ideas and and so we'll see Maybe you've just inspired me to be catapulted into teenage stardom with my new. That's record. my job. Teenage stardom. <laughs> yeah. Still, still shooting for the teenage. Stardom. Oh, totally. totally. I'll take that. If that's um, all I can get, I'll take it. <laughs> Cause I'm not getting like mid forties so, stardom. So. Nah, it's a, it's, that's hard to do these it days. Unless is. you're like, unless you want to take your shirt off all the time or something. And I don't um, No. Yeah. No one needs to it's, see yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe they don't they don't know that they need to see it. Maybe yet. they do need to see it. Maybe that's been my problem. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um and then 
so I know you, I, I know what you're doing for work and stuff like that. How did, how did you end up like even kind of starting at Stone and, and all the stuff you do there? How did you go from like, you know, touring musician and stuff like that to like managing Stone? So um, I'll, I'll give you the brief stories. I had some retail management experience with Starbucks when I worked for them. And mm-hmm. then um, I left Starbucks and I toured a little bit with Project 86. I was there. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, Andrew had hired me to play guitar on, on um, tours and shows. So um, while I was doing that, I was kind of looking for jobs. And I'd always respected what Stone was doing, especially for Escondido. Like growing up in Escondido and knowing, you know, just kind of where we're from and it, it was always really cool to me to be out on the road and see people talking about Stone. Oh, have you ever heard of this brewery from Escondido? And so I really feel like Stone did good things to put Escondido on the map. And yeah. so it's a little bit of that hometown hometown pride, I think, drew me to what they were doing, kind of that like rock and roll spirit um, that mm-hmm. I felt that they had. So I had applied for a bunch of jobs online and never heard anything. And so I got really frustrated. So I found, I Googled uh, Greg Cook, the owner of Stone, one of the owners of Stone. I Googled his name and because I was trying to find his personal email address. Well, I stumbled upon his email address. And so I sent him this like page and a half email about why they should hire me why why i'm i'm awesome like you should hire me i have retail experience management experience i'm passionate you know i'm a hard worker so i i sent this email it goes out into the ether of the interweb and i don't hear anything so two weeks later i send a, a different letter two pages long this time to the same email and about three days later i got an email from him telling him to uh, email my resume to uh, this guy Chris who 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 was overseeing all the merchandise department and so I forwarded that email that Greg sent me to Chris and uh, and then Chris emailed me back and said okay well uh, just you know come in and drop off your resume for me a physical copy of it so I went into the store at Stone at the brewery and said, oh, Chris Carroll told me to drop this off. He needs it right now. And so I kind of lied about that. And then uh, they hired me a couple days later. <laughs> so uh, in like three weeks will be my nine year anniversary with Stone. Dang. That's yep. awesome. So I, I tested And you, you, you wormed your way in there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like why are you at my house? Totally. And he still <laughs> remembers, which is funny. Cause like he meets yeah. thousands of people a year and he mm-hmm. still remembers that I sent him emails pretty much telling him why I was awesome. That's, that's really, that's a really great way to do it. And you're like, have you heard my band? Actually funny story <laughs> is that this was last year. He was at stone. He was talking to me. He's like, I love your band. I work out to your music. I, yeah. I was like, that's cool like maybe that's a thing that we could really push like instead of working out to hate breed you could work out to us yeah get, pumped, there you go. get the gains going um 
Make it but yeah, he totally was stoked <laughs> on Beautiful Mistakes. So I, I, I brought him a record. I brought him one of our records of our, mm-hmm. our, our new, new EP, and uh, he was cool. pretty stoked on that. So yep. that's awesome. So, when, so we're going to see a Stone uh, Wiretap Records collaboration soon, like or Beautiful Mistake collaboration. Yeah, uh, it's funny because Sean, our guitar player, he used to work for Frame. He was a brewer at Frame up in Oregon. He's a, okay. he's a really accomplished. Uh, awarded brewer i didn't know that that's awesome is he gonna come down to work or you know no he works for trader joe's now another great company yeah everyone i know who works there loves it shout out out. so that's cool (laughs) yes i love the i need a flower shirt with uh my name on it their hummus is good their their hummus (laughs) is good i don't don't think i don't think the store manager is making the hummus no they are Well, so beautiful mistake is workout music. So that's your new, <laughs> that's your new like goal for um, the next coming like, semester. Do you want to get pumped? Um, to the do you want to get pumped? <laughs> um, fun fact about uh, bands that Josh has been in in the Dogwood Beauty Building a Better Me video. I'm wearing an Ember T-shirt, which is one of Josh's many bands that he's that's been in. That's true. I re- um, I remember that. We were so stoked on that too when you did that. Yeah, it was. Um, it was because I, I think you were not doing "Beautiful Mistake" at, at during Ember, no, uh, right? "Beautiful Mistake" came out of Ember. Oh, okay, yeah, which is so ironic. Like when you talk about embers and stuff like that, what comes out of ashes and ember? Yeah. You know, like it's usually something that burns down into ember or ashes. So that's really cool that the "Beautiful Mistake" is it, uh, and and also clear something. Is it the, the "Beautiful Mistake"? It's the okay. So the beautiful mistake came out of the ashes Ember. of that's Ember. That's very true. That's a very like uh, poetic way to say that. Well, that's how I try to speak. You know, um, I agree. You do. I it's can't... this beautiful sentence fragment. It's, a, it's not a beautiful mouth. mistake. Yeah, it is not a beautiful mistake. Um, and I, I also know that. I also know that. Just recently, you and I were talking about the, you know. Was it Adam or Maroon Five or something? That did there's a song, "Beautiful Mistake" yeah, so or something Maroon that they're doing? Five did you released? I, I don't. I can honestly say I do not listen to them. huge fan. But they put out a <laughs> single called "Beautiful Mistakes," but on the front of the single it just says "Beautiful Mistakes," and I was like, mm-hmm. not that it's going to cause any confusion, but I, I wish we could sue them for like millions of dollars. <laughs> you know at least uh at least talk to him about it hey, yeah hey i've only sent out i've only had two cease and desist sent out to band you have sent them out yeah uh or there was a you. band called a beautiful mistake uh-huh. and then there was a band called a it was a beautiful mistake and then it was beautiful mistake or no beautiful mistakes and i was like pick a different name oh, wow. guys that's lame <laughs> Did uh, did did Chad help you out with the season desist? No, no, this was like coming from later two thousands. All right. Did you also know there's a band called the Josh Hadquist? Yeah, I'm gonna sue that guy too. (laughs) Sue that? Yeah, he's so bad. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, man. So what's what was the um, yeah? When did you start doing like aside from? you know, dogwood and stuff like that. When did you get the itch to like do music and do punk rock and get into like emo and hardcore and all this kind of stuff? Dogwood was like the catalyst for me. I mean, that really got me excited about playing and excited about, you know, doing music. And then 
um, just, you know, as I was getting older and going to school, like like-minded people, you know, you meet like-minded people and you, you mm-hmm. start writing songs and maybe they're not very good, but you know, you're kind of working it all out. And I was always a fan of, yeah. <clears throat> I always, I think when I was in college, I, I wanted to be in some sort of like a band that sounded like Oasis, you know? Yeah. I wanted Oasis. to be in this like big Brit pop band, but from California. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, but I always loved hardcore and I always loved punk. And so, uh, when I started getting into stuff like mineral and Sunday real estate and, and Jimmy world and get up kids. Yeah. And when I started getting into that universe, that's when it really like, it kind of gelled for me. Cause I was like, I want to play, I want to be quicksand meets, mineral meets snapcase you know like that was what i envisioned in my head and and we always joked about that with beautiful mistake too because we always said we wanted to be mineral meets shy that was kind of the joke (laughs) with all of us because we just love both of those extremes i guess um from a dynamic Mm -hmm. perspective or like a genre perspective but um yeah, it was just you, you kind of feel it out, you know, and 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 you find what you like and what you can do, you know. That you know, mm-hmm. we all have limitations yeah, totally. as, as artists and musicians and and I think you kind of like I know what is in my wheelhouse. And I mm-hmm. know what I can play and I know what I can play at a certain level. And so I kind of stick to that now. Like, I'm not going to, I can't shred. I can't, I can't uh, play like jazz guitar or anything like that, you know? So <laughs> you just, you kind of find what you really like and then you stick to that and it's, it's a lot of fun. You probably you could know, actually. I was, we were listening to Buddy Guy today at work and I was like, man, he's so good. And he just, and it was like Buddy Guy and then Gary Clark Jr. So it's like, it's just uh-huh. so effortless. Yeah, I don't, they, they, I can't, they do well. I can't even wrap my brain around how good that is. You know, that's why they're still like, they still sound so good to this day because they got yeah. that timeless kind of sound and influential sound. Yeah, and absolutely. Like that you know. So, but I think that don't you think that with your with your musical progression and the bands that you're involved with now and doing and new songs, you don't you still think you have not achieved sounding like a mix of mineral oh, no, and all did. that kind of stuff? I, th- I think that we have, and, and I think okay. we keep pushing it, you know? And so I think the new songs were really fun in the sense that we, we pushed the spaciness side of it harder. And we also pushed the like hardcore influence harder. And so uh, I like mm-hmm. just, I, I'm excited to see what comes next, you know, for us, because I think we're at a point where, you know, we're not going to do anything crazy outside of what would fit with the beautiful mistake. But I think that we can keep pushing those boundaries and make it fresh sounding, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, you guys, because you guys fit in with multiple genres right now, like as the the way you're sounding right now, you could fit in a lot of bills. Yeah, that's how it was when we were playing, when we were touring and when we, when we were, when we were playing Mm -hmm. shows and when we first started, like when we first started, one weekend we'd be with pop punk bands and then the next weekend we'd play with falling cycle and point of recognition, you know, and, and, and then yeah. we'd play with 
you know, more emo sounding bands like Stairwell or Metaphors Audio or, you know, Noise Ratchet. And then the next weekend we'd, you know, mm-hmm. play the showcase and it would be, you know, a bunch of hardcore bands again. So I, I think we've always kind of bounced. And and then when we toured, of course, you know, we, we toured with, uh, it was Further Scenes Forever, Elliot and Open Hand, which we were probably the heaviest band nice. on that, yeah. that bill. Totally. But then uh, later, the next tour we did was Celebrity, Hopes Fall, Every Time I Die. <laughs> then you were like, like, yeah, we were the you were a little more mellow like, on celebrity that tour, probably, was right? the mellowest out of those. And they were awesome. But um, yeah, we, we would get up there and like all the tough guy, tough guy fans would be like, what the heck is this crap? Or they'd bring their girlfriends to see us play. <laughs> They're like, yep. check these guys out. What about, uh, so... I mean, how did you end up with this new, like the your most recent EP, I should say, uh, you know, how did you go from Militia Group and then being independent and then blending with Rob at Wiretap so Records? We only had a two record deal with Militia Group, which we, we fulfilled when This Is Who You Are came out. And so once mm-hmm. we had done that record and once, you know, we had that massive lineup change and I was the only one left at the time. Um, militia kind of washed their hands of us. They they weren't really interested in promoting the record anymore, and, and um, so and not and that's not their fault. Like it wasn't a sure thing what was going to happen with just me being the only member left. You know, um, we yeah. I got I got some new guys in the band, and we did an EP uh, that Sean recorded, that Jumbo recorded, and mm-hmm. um, yeah that was that came out on reignition records which uh it was ross from law of inertia and uh, he did a uh, magazine and okay i yeah. think it was law of inertia was his magazine i forget but he did uh reignition records and he had put out some drowning man stuff and and he put out that little ep um and then we didn't we weren't even a band until 2018 but we knew Rob from his, he had done some stuff for us when we were with the militia group. He had done an EPK and some other uh, kind of media stuff with us and just was always really kind to us and, and was always really supportive. And so when we decided to do a new EP, he wanted to put it out. And that was rad because uh, Rob's rad. one of the most genuine humans, I think, in general but also in the music industry which is uh bottom feeding people most of the time uh it's like (laughs) lowest common denominator human uh uh, rob Mm -hmm. is just a a stellar honest hard-working person and we love him and we respect him immensely so we really liked what he he was That's doing awesome. with Wiretap, and we really respected what he was doing. And to be a band that hadn't released anything for 14 years, to then be able to be a part of a, a label that just, um, for lack of a better term, has its shit together, for us to be able to be a part of that, yeah. to be able to work with people that were really passionate about us and wanted to see us, you know, do mm-hmm. it that was huge for us so uh yeah we got we were we were lucky enough that rob really believed in what we were doing and liked the ep and and um 
wanted to put it out and we're that that label's awesome i mean there's so many good bands on that yeah. label and uh it, it's really a privilege for us to to even be included with those bands you know um but i think that was like the, yeah the line the, the lineup on that label's the roster on that label is really impressive for it i mean to me it looks well i didn't i i didn't know about the the label until you guys were on there yeah you know it's but then i went and when I, I upon further research you know i was like whoa there's a lot of amazing bands there that i that i haven't heard and then you know kept digging and digging and then i finally i finally joined the club the record club <laughs> you're awesome yeah i'm in there so i mean anything to like you know everyone needed the support totally. in 2020 for one thing but also um it's a good it's just a good um roster of bands and stuff like that and he keeps growing and, and adding side labels yeah, stuff um, like, that too, like so. odd robot played with us and you guys and uh yeah yeah let's that was see. awesome tiny stills are fantastic um catholic guilt one of the newer bands are just ridiculous they're, they're good they're so good and um <laughs> they did rob put out the in parallel ep which is, uh, that was the guys from Celebrity. And, um, oh, yeah. And then Ryan's in that band, and Ryan's in Hope's Fall. Oh, so okay. Super I'm legit. There you go. Um, uh, Radar State members. So, of when Radar can we see a wiretap um, showcase? <laughs> FOD. Uh, Mercy Music is fantastic. They put out the cas- uh, Casket Lottery record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Space Cadet. Uh, American Television's great. So yeah, we're we're super. We, yeah, we were just really honored to be a part of it, you know. And and I think the whole process when we got back together, you know, just quality people wanting to help us out and wanting to be a part of what we were doing was was huge, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. totally. I think the thank you list in our are you gonna um... record is small you know i I think some bands like get crazy with it and it's like oh my gosh like i don't even know it's like every inside joke they ever had uh you know totally thank a handful of people that were super supportive of us and you're you were included in that i mean you were the you were you were kind (laughs) of the catalyst for everything that's happened since we got back together because you on the phone uh, said, "Oh, you should see if Beautiful Mistake wants to play with us when we play that reunion show with Dogger." And so I'm like, yeah. "I'll call, I'll yeah. try. I don't know what's gonna happen." And then it all kind of came together. So it's pretty much mm. your fault. <laughs> you I'll, I'll take responsibility for it. I guess you should take the accolades and yeah, the awesome. glory and the fame for doing that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, where is your stuff available everywhere then? Uh, like merch, and we're working on a new that? web store right now. But uh, you can go to wire. You can go to iTunes, Amazon for digital stuff. You can go pretty much anywhere. Um, I'm not sure. I, there might be mm-hmm. a handful of records still available. Like Rob sold through most of them, uh, but we have them available to nice. from us, uh, and we'll have them on our web store uh, once they're sold out at Wiretap. Everywhere. Do you carry them around with you at, at work? You know, to people people who come into stone. I'm hawking merch all day. <laughs> it's just a nonstop hustle. Awesome. It's like, it's like 
you learn that's from the best. And so who was the best at doing that? MC Hammer was. MC Hammer got signed because he was selling records <laughs> out of his trunk in Oakland and making a killing doing it. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to do? Or is there, is, I mean, as far as new stuff, are you sticking well, with Wiretap? Or is there a, any plans a for that? With us. So, you know, I think mm-hmm. for us, we're, uh, we just want to put, be able to have the opportunity to put stuff out. So, you know, if, if Rob wants to put out the next one, totally. rad. and if he's not, if he's got too much stuff going on, then, you know, we'll see if somebody else wants to put it out. You know, we're not, we're not trying to uh, shop it around per se. You know, we're just very thankful. Yeah. Tell we're Greg thankful that to start a label. Want to put it out. Yeah. I, I think a lot I of people I think the next one's going to be better than the last one. So no, there is way. There's way. no way. There is way. There's no way. <laughs> There's a way, and when it, when it's ready, then uh, you know, Greg have Greg do a beer for it, and then I'll make some food awesome. to pair with it. I want. Um, yeah. Are you cooking my? Are you cooking? Do I get to pick what I would want you to make for me? We can do it that way, or we can actually do you know Crack pair is like a pair, course. you know, do it with the beer and the yeah. Cool. Oh, that's a that's one way to do it too. Yeah, and we could do it on the little. Uh, we could do it. Pick a are place over at home to do it or whatever. My backyard. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you We're want, whatever you want, man. <laughs> I probably still owe you some money for a t-shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. So whatever, whatever we can yeah. do stuff like that again, we, we definitely should, you know, get, and then you can show up on your motorcycle and, you know, rev it up like a WWF <laughs> superstar coming out from to the ring. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. Um, so, so back, I know, could you picture that? You just, it's a show and you show up like, <laughs> Yeah, I'd like watch. Float, like, I'd want to like, like parachute but in or something. That would be parachuting on the motorcycle. The motorcycle's like seven hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. You got the you got the, you got one of those good ones. Um, <laughs> so to to talk about like your work life at Stone and stuff like that, how is it like working there for nine years and not just like drinking you know, it's tons and tons of beer we all the time we're very lucky as employees of stone to get uh just a copious amounts of free beer and and right um, when i first started so i i i will try everything that we have on tap like when i tap a beer i'll i'll go over and pour myself a little mm-hmm. splash so i know what it tastes like right um but i've noticed that i drink less and less and less the longer i'm there and I don't know if it's some sort of psychological mm-hmm. thing where I'm around it all day and I just, I want to just come home and have a diet Dr. Pepper instead. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I, I usually give away my beer that I get for free and you know, my, my friends are super stoked and I, nice I you know, I have a lot of friends that come out of the woodwork <laughs> and they're like you work for stone hey i'm getting married next week i need a keg can you hook me up I'm like we haven't talked since i don't know when i don't even know you we're not friends <laughs> since i was um, in a ska band but yeah i love, I love sharing <laughs> the beer with people um and getting them stoked on it you mm-hmm. know spreading the gospel of great is beer jesus <laughs> yeah for sure uh, any yeah, any right? positive news these days is good for that you know, in that regard. 
and and also you know, hopefully that gives you you know then you can hire somebody and then you can have more time to like oh, go do yeah. music also take some vacation <laughs> right well take t- it takes yeah, time we, to like we go right with everybody month, right because uh, sean and well, sean and i were going to go out to josh our drummer's house uh, but his wife and son uh got tested positive for covid so they're fine and josh is a nurse oh shoot um so they were prepared for but we just had to postpone it oh, yeah, that's, that's right. understandable like that's kind of been the 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 mo of of everyone like you make plans they get canceled you are going somewhere something corona related comes up you know so i think you know we'll, we're gonna shoot for next month and go out there and demo some stuff and hope things get better you know i think yeah just you know keep oh yeah because so we're no, we so all live in different everyone's states, in colorado steve and i steve lives up in riverside i live in escondido okay the hidden valley I to talk to you and I'm going to tell you why. May I, may I digress here for a minute? Please Anytime do. Anytime I'm talking to someone, they're like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from San Diego. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm not. I'm from Escondido. But I can't tell people that that don't know because <laughs> then I get into this, like, I, I'm a yeah. geography nerd and like a map nerd. So I'm like, well, I live in... I, I live in mm-hmm. San Diego County, so I don't really live in San Diego. I'm about 25 minutes north of San Diego. I'm about 20 minutes from the ocean. It kind of <laughs> sits in this nice yeah. little valley um, where we don't get the marine layer in the morning. It, it just is mind-numbing, the, the tangent that I will go off on to talk about Escondido, where I live. And so mm-hmm. I love talking to you because... We're, we speak the same language and I can say it. You can say Escondido. I can say Escondido <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking about. We speak Escondidian. Escondidian. Yes, exactly. For those of you who, do, who, who didn't quite catch on yet, the, we, we both went to the same high school in Escondido. And that's where the band, that's where Dogwood was formed out of, what was it photo class or something like that? Or graphic yeah, design? Uh, but print, I, print I joined thinking. a couple printmaking that's right i was not in the class but i joined the group you know shortly thereafter after it was formed and it was still in its nascent very form nascent. very nascent very terrible sounding mm, um come on <laughs> yeah well you know to to the critics to the critics but yeah that's that's how we are uh yeah and i totally know what you're saying is going on tour explaining to people where you're from is is funny because they go oh yeah it's in you that's like that's like la or, yeah you know the, it's all lumped together yeah. so i totally get it. it i totally but I, get I don't, it what, um, what were you just asking now i totally forget I, I was gonna say how did you even end up well i i didn't say it yet but how how did you end up how did your family end up in escondido coming from uh, well my dad was in the navy oh, okay uh, i was just born there and then we moved out to california when i was young when i was like a ba- infant gotcha so yeah, little little, little baby Josh. Uh, and, but, uh, and do you have you have brothers no, and sisters? My parents reached perfection the first time. That's home true. They're a home run. They're like this kid. Wow, you know, really broke the mold <laughs> with this one. I kind of think that they really Carl you think that I was just like a lot to handle, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, like who is this hyperactive, That's way, yeah. like stubborn." ball of energy that talks too much it, do you is, do you view that 
And is that how you kind of were growing up I was in school and stuff? Full of energy. I was a good kid growing up. Like, I mean, I, I never got in trouble for anything major. It was always just sass or, you know, disobedient, just, you know, not listening to my mom or dad. And, um, yeah, the normal the usual stuff, stuff. But, uh, no, I was just a like. You remember when they used to do uh, citizenship grades? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. used. I would get used, which meant unacceptable. Uh, oh man! I used to say that it meant unbridled because my enthusiasm was unbridled. I, I used to tell my under, mom it was underappreciated. Totally right. <laughs> like we were just chatting people up. We were bringing we were bringing the smiles. Yeah. Or, you know giving funny anecdotes to our classmates so they would you know not yeah. be too hard on themselves and and just you know exactly Citiz- citizenship grades like like whatever what, how can there only be like three yeah. letters for that you know and and you know we we were we just weren't challenged so we had a lot of time to <laughs> that's what they always say like oh you're a to make music oh you just weren't challenged <laughs> like yep I was too busy talking the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it, you graduated like with you know, pretty on time and everything like that, right? Yeah, like, no, no, no problems. I, um, yeah, it was funny because I, in high school, like I was in academic league and and uh, I did academic decathlon and stuff, and but I think okay. I my GPA was like two point eight. I think I. Yeah, I mean, I I took, like, AP classes and stuff, but I just kind of got C's in them. I'd learn a lot, but Mm -hmm. I'd get C's, and so that was the joke, was that, oh, you're just not challenged enough. I'm like, nah, I'm learning. I just... It's just not stimulating. So that's where you go start a band. You know, and speaking of bands, oh, I remember (laughs) what I was going to say. You were talking about Orange Land. So Dogwood... Yeah was one band that came out of Orange Glen the year th- around our time and probably one of the only bands mm-hmm. from Orange Glen that ever did anything but there's another band that started the same year that we started that's become huge worldwide and that's Cattle Decapitation I Travis, Travis yeah, was, yeah. W- was in my class 94 and they're still putting out records yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's right. They're that's probably right. the biggest band that's ever come out of Orange Glen. They started the same year totally. we did. Shout out 31G Records. And they're really mm-hmm. good. For what they do, they're that's, really, really good. Yeah, totally. they put on a I good love show. their live show. And I like their like their band logo is like kinda hard to read a little bit. It's like kind of black metal. It's very cool. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I love. I just love the premise of everything that they're doing because it's called that. You know, that's the title, and then they are also, you know, it's strict in the yeah. veganism and stuff like that. He, and, he definitely has a vision and a um, point of view, you know, and it carries through everything. The artwork, mm-hmm. yeah, and, yep, absolutely. Message. and dedicated to it, and has is one of the. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not really sure what the the subgenre would be like if they're grind or. Or what, like grindcore? I don't know, but they're metal and they're rad. They're really so. Shout out to <laughs> from Cal Decapitation. You are awesome. Here, here. Yes, actually, 
while we were on the name subject, what is how did you get the name the the beautiful mistake? Like, uh, where did that even came, come from? It came from an E.E. E. Cummings poem, and uh, mm-hmm. it nice. it did not come from the Atari song, just for the record, because um, that song hadn't come out yet. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's from an E.E. E. Cummings poem, and they make uh, he makes reference to be- uh, a beautiful mistake. Yep, a beautiful mistake, and we want okay. it to be the like okay. definitively the beautiful mistake i will find that poem and tbm it's called check uh, it out uh, him i might and even me. i might even put it on called him and me him and me cool he he yeah. writes he's a cool writer you know does with totally. punctuation lists and all that kind of stuff sometimes right um yeah let's see what else what else do i got for ya? um by size, let's see. Number one priority on my list is to get your beautiful mistake show at Stone. Um, we collab do a beer. collab beer. Like, okay. Hike. Yeah, do yeah. all your points of interest and stuff it, like that. Because uh, um, I know that you've been finding. Were you always no uh, hikey hikey Probably or no? Is that like more three years I've recently? To do it. And just really right. found okay. it to be my happy place. Living the adventure. I like going outdoors. I like seeing things hiking looking at history abandoned places did it start through um just kind of going around all the hills of escondido and no Center i mean and all that or i kind of i've always liked history i've always been a fan of history and i read read history books and stuff and and i i so i got when i got divorced i you know you you kind of are trying to figure things out and I I I could kind of go wherever I want to go you know at that point and so I was like I want to go check this yeah. out and I remember finding a website called Atlas Obscura and looking at all the places in California and I'm like I want to go see that like I didn't know that existed and so you know going out to Borrego Springs and seeing Galetta Meadows where they have the large uh, metal sculptures of like the dragon and the like, elephant like that just sits yeah. out there you know and it's free to go look at and and I was like man there's all this stuff and I really want to I really want to take advantage of seeing these things so kind of went from there and then I met a couple people through Instagram uh this one guy Jason in particular uh who loves history and who likes to go see things like that firsthand. So I think he kind of vetted me for a while because we were exchanging emails and stuff just like, (laughs) oh my gosh, that looks really cool. And I think he was kind of like vetting me to see if I was legit before he took me out anywhere, like took me hiking or something. But, uh, you know, he was somebody that was kind of yeah. instrumental in, like, really opening my eyes to all the history in San Diego County, in, uh, specifically. And so, especially with Native oh, cool. American history uh, uh, and, and uh, you know, railroad history and, and some really cool things. So, from there, I just started to dig deeper and deeper into it. And then, you know, I like history, but I also found that I really I like to be outdoors and hike and 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 learn about the places I'm walking around you know and why is this mine here or why is this house abandoned out in the middle of nowhere or why is this border monument sitting here you know why has it been sitting here since 1894 you know 
Um, so yeah. it's just a cool thing for me to, like, uh, it's a way for me to kind of kill a couple of things that I like at once. Like, I like to hike. I like to mm-hmm. explore crazy weird places and I like to learn learn and, and read and, and understand kind of the history around it. So yeah, I like taking pictures and photography stuff too, you know. I probably take you know, most of the time I go out, I probably take like sixty sixty or seventy pictures at a time. You know, and and I like Instagram because I, yeah. I like to look at pictures, you know, but I I hope people mm-hmm maybe get something out of it you know like do you you go out to these to these like you know gastro obscure places and do you like you know find yourself do you meditate or write songs out there i I definitely have time to think and like and and clear my head when i'm out in the middle of nowhere you know and and it's it's almost freeing most of the most of the hikes i do i don't have cell service yeah it's a good thing like that's a good thing kind of unplug so, you know, two weeks ago, I went out to McCain Valley, which is off the eight. And uh, before you get to the desert and uh, I just camped in the back of my truck and, you know, made dinner and there was no cell service whatsoever. So I have a satellite uh, unit that I a communicator that I, I have in case of emergencies or things like that. But, um, you know, and then the next mm-hmm. day I was down by the border hiking up some random ridge in the middle of nowhere you know i could see the border fence but i was just out in the middle of imperial county somewhere and uh it was really cool because i you know like i just feel like i can kind of unplug and i think about everything you know i think about life and god and um, friends and family and but i also think about what like lyrics and like themes i want to do for music and you know so i definitely enjoy it so what's what 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 has been inspiring you lately then to to put those you know lyrics into songs? No guitar. Or, or do you take your guitar, no guitar. with you? Or, you know, jam um, it out or? Okay. So where do you, yeah, where do you are you getting inspired I'm, by these I'm trips? Not, I, I'm not necessarily inspired. I'm inspired in a different way because I get to see pretty things, you know. But uh, no, just like mm-hmm. it's a good time to work out ideas in your head. You know, I go to therapy weekly. Yeah, which is good for me and my mental health. Uh, but then I can mm-hmm. when when you're when you're distraction free, you can really kind of dig into those ideas and things that you were talking about in therapy, and and internalize them. And then that goes I, from that. Yeah. Then I go to oh, I want to I, I I have this idea for this lyric or or I have this idea for the record for the next record or. Uh, you know, conceptually, this is kind of the theme that I want to think about. And so I'll just like, I'll wormhole it while I'm, you know, hiking up a hill somewhere. So what's the crazy, what's the craziest thing you've seen on your, your hikes? You, you know, like something that you would um, never expect to see out there. Or I've whatever. seen bighorn sheep, which are pretty cool. Yeah. I like the big ram's head. That's crazy. It's, it's, they're pretty <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, craziest thing i've seen i think the most mind-blowing thing i've seen in the last you know in the last maybe year year and a half uh are these ancient pictographs probably thousand year old pictographs from the kumeyaay tribe uh native peoples that lived in escondido oh cool 
painted these mm-hmm. with uh, like a red oxide paint, you know, that they would make. Um, and, you know, they're probably 800 or 1,000 yeah. years old, and they were just sitting in a lot. They were just sitting on, a, on the side of a rock, you know, maybe 100 feet from the road. And, you know, I'd been by that lot 10,000 times, you know, and never knew. And, and a buddy right. of mine told me about it and went. And then I took a friend of mine who's, who's, who's Native American and, and it, you know, I, I told her about it. And then she called the, uh, she called uh, one of the people, the, one of the archaeologists from the tribal archaeologists and, uh, they came out and uh-huh. and so um it, it was really cool to kind of to, to to be able to see something like that when it, it's just been there the whole time you know hidden gems hidden gems so when they find when they find something like that um i mean you, you kind of like you kind of like you personally kind of rediscovered it i guess but like when they find when they come out and find that do they like preserve it, it or like it depends what do they so do when it's something like that 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 it that should be preserved because it's one of the largest pictographs in california yeah it's one, probably largest the, one of the largest pictographs in california um i believe it's going to be preserved uh-huh. now um it was sitting on what was private property that had been blinded but most of the time oh, okay. you know the I think municipality is like in the rush to build houses. Like all those houses around Lake Hodges, uh, there's probably uh, thousands of Native American ruins that were forever destroyed. You know, because that whole area oh, yeah. was there yeah. where their villages were. So there's still a ton of stuff out at, at Lake Hodges that's that's uh, that that shows who used to live there, you know? So I just, li- I enjoy stuff like that and I enjoy seeing it and then going home and reading articles on it and, and trying to find, you know, more and more about it out. You know, I think that's one of the things that's, that's been ingrained in my head. And that I try to tell people is like, leave no trace, you know, respect history, but leave no trace, leave it for someone else. Yeah. Don't steal stuff. Don't I would love to it. just, let it be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So if you so, ever want to more go people out, can discover it. Stuff out. Let me know. I do. I, I would love to do that and get inspired and make a song. Like you know, write a song. You, you know, either you write it or we do it together. But like you know, really pay tribute somehow to Absolutely. the First Nations. Uh, you know, the indigenous people that were here, still are here, and um, you know, the land that we're on and stuff like that. Just pay pay homage to to just the kind of things that we we never talk about the unspoken voices, you know, whatever with, with their permission or with their, uh, with their alliance or anything like that, just kind of, you know, bring shed, shed light to things. Just like you found that yeah. thing that was a hundred feet from the road, um, the pictograph. Um, there's probably so much more out there that we still totally. haven't even unearthed, you know, um, or, 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 I mean, they may know about it, but we, you know, I don't know. I don't know how, yeah. you know, how it all works for as far as, shit bringing things to light or you know should i tell yeah who should i tell about this or whatever you know who needs to know about this but at the same time um it's kind of unfortunate yeah. that more people don't know about it and you know the history of our city the history of even like even the spanish conquistadors coming and conquering religion and stuff like that like 
all this kind of stuff that yeah. happened around San Diego, you know. Um, but I guess you kind of have to have a knack for history. Yeah, I mean, to we both grew up kind of here, and I never also. learned about the Cremier. I, I never learned about them ever. Right. So you know, for me, it was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And like up by Daly Ranch, there's remains up there too. You know, out in Hellhole Canyon, there's remains. Mm-hmm. Uh, Del Dio, off Del Dio's Highway, there's remains. Off Elfin Forest, this whole area. You know, so it's really cool. Um, and that's amazing. It was a culture that was really rich, and I don't know everything about them. But what I've read, the, the cultures was so rich and you had astronomers and uh, people that ha- made medicine and, and you know, that, that uh, farmed. And I mean, it, it was really a, a pretty fantastic, uh, fantastic culture. So, yeah, I'm down to write, I'm down to write a song about it. I. I yeah I sent I get the sense that I'm, you're feeling inspired. I'm right mostly now inspired because I'm talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> well, you know I want to have an interesting interesting people to talk to on this, but uh, I think that I think that you were definitely high on the list. Three and you know everything in between and everything that you're currently doing. I I want to hear some more the beautiful mistake songs, of course, but I'm always Thank down you. to make songs together. You know? Yeah, when are we gonna jam? Um, That's heck, I'll sing on a, I'll sing on a record. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's jam no, it up. I think it's cool because I've known you since I think probably '92. Yeah. So '92, I've known you almost almost 30 years. Is that right? Yeah. If my math if my math serves correct. That's, that's wild. Um. Then yes. That's wild. Yeah. I know. And crazy. you look the same. Very you just have a stash now. But you look the same. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I have those those jeans that are that. I mean, no, I definitely have a lot of more salt and pepper in my. Yeah, face, yeah, so. but you look the um, same. I think that's that's good. Yeah, we I kind of sound the same, um, but now I have a lot more to say when exactly. I'm writing songs too. I'm not, I'm not just like writing about anything. I I want to I want to have substance and meaning and and value to what I'm everything that. Yeah, I'm you're doing, not singing you know, about your um, orange Mustang. <laughs> Ah, I was trying. You knew. I, knew I told you I was going to slip bring that in up. there. <laughs> I know, and then I was waiting for. I was holding out go. that you weren't going to. Okay, so Escondido history. I, um, there used to be a store on Grand Avenue called Sheet yep. Music. I uh, think it was uh, Elmer's. Something like that. Wasn't it Elmer's? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was both. I think it was both. Like, but anyways. Um, I think the building is still there, but it's not um, what it what it once was. That's what there used to be like it's kind of in for all the, the Escondido people. It's kind of across the street from where what Rock Socks Skate Shop right was. Yeah, it was right up the. Right? Well, isn't that where uh, Moral Issue had their studio? Yeah, they used to yeah. be a piano yeah. store. Yeah, 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 Pepper Records. <laughs> <laughs> so sh- shout out to uh, all the guys in Moral Issue that brought us in there to record on. A, I think it was like a two and a half track. Yeah, <laughs> tape recorder or something like that. Um, but a Dogwood has a, a a cassette tape version of a couple of songs that went on to other records. But then also we did a secret oh rap gosh, song. I remember that. Just it, and I had an orange Mustang, Mustang hatchback, a 1980. Yes, the song is my Mustang. No, you don't want to hear it, or you you, you know, um, I mean, you either do. Or you, it's one of those things. Like wow, 
this this is gold or wow i want to it had I want to punch uh, my ears didn't it have Billy um, Mahoney's baby on it I think that was on there, the earlier version of that. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Come on, I was seventeen. Um, but uh, yeah, those are those are fun. Just making cassettes, and those are guess what's cassette. back in style again? Hit bunch of hip cassettes. Hip. Stupid, so stupid. Um, yeah, you you don't want this. Hey kids, you don't want this. You don't want to put your pencil in there and rewind it. You could go that to that. Stuff. You could go to that piano store, and then you could walk down to Rich Hunt's guitar. Right down the walkway there. <laughs> yeah. And then Trip you could down. go to Felipe's, which is still there. Mm-hmm. I think Felipe's is the only... Of course. Felipe's and I'll the Christian Science Reading Room are the only two places that are still the same. There's no, no vacuum no. cleaner vacuum, stores yeah. or anything no. like that? or Vacuum cleaner store okay. on the corner okay. of um, Broadway and Grand. And then the wig store <laughs> right next door because yeah. my grandma used to go get wigs there it's still there they're only yeah they're open like oh wow tuesday from 11 to 1 30 and wednesday from 2 to 3 15 <laughs> I love yep. it. fun fact about fun fact about felipe's felipe's pizza grotto in escondido was there since before escondido was a city felipe's has been there since the 1800s and it's yeah. the same building um they never upgraded uh same recipe and they're probably going to be there since until after the world ends Uh, you know a lot of oh peterson's (laughs) is still in escondido oh core yeah peterson's donut greatest shout out to them um i i went there the other day i was trying i was on my way to work because i I go through escondido to to my kitchen and i was like oh i'm having a craving like no other for a peterson's maple bar and i go and i pull into the parking lot and there's a line out like, the door, the heck, man. There's like, there's three lines and they're all like going in different directions and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, 20 people deep. And so I, so I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll try it. I get out and I'm waiting there and the somebody in front had ordered like seven dozen donuts, to, like walked up and ordered. And then, so the line's taking forever. So I'm like, dude, and they're taking, you know, it's just taking forever. And I'm like, ah, I gotta go to work. So I skipped it and then I finally I totally redeemed myself because it was it's a 24-hour shop so nice. I got to go in there later and you know there's oh, still no, a line matter. no matter go, when you go I could go over there right now and there'd be like a line 10 deep but then you can you know dude, if you get tired so you can good, go yeah. sit in the chairs that are shaped like hands hands <laughs> so I mean yeah so we went we went pretty deep on the the local folk folklore for, in Escondido for some people but I think I think they'll get a good image yeah, of I what mean, we're talking about I think it's pretty awesome, and what a privilege for your listeners to hear two pretty famous dudes sharing trivial <laughs> things about their hometown. Yeah, you're welcome. It, it doesn't get any better everyone. than that, you know. Wow, you're welcome, listeners. Um, yeah, okay, fine. Tell me, tell me something outside of Escondido. Tell me like a tour story about like somewhere in the nation or the world where you've been. I know you've been to Oslo, Norway. I know you've been to all kinds of crazy spots in the story? universe. Tell me something. Maybe a tour story or just like something that blew your mind uh, outside of, you know, I know Escondido is pretty mind-blowing in itself, but like something outside of, you know, I'll tell uh, people's you a, radar. I'll tour story that, that was fun. So when we were touring, it was probably the beginning of, it was probably in 2002. And we got our first show in Buffalo, New York, but mm-hmm. we didn't really think about 
the fact that we were going to be in Buffalo in January, which oh, just no. sucks. And our van didn't That's where I, I think the, Buffalo is front. where snow was invented. So right? if you were driving, the heat wouldn't blow oh, no. out of the vents in the front, but it would blow out in the back like super strong. So if you were sleeping back there, you were toasty. Or sitting back there, you were toasty. But if you were sitting in front, uh, it, no, it was, it was ice cold. And uh, Sean had bought like one of these plug-in space heaters to put in there, which was just not safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're like, let's go. We want to go see Niagara Falls. This is going to be awesome. And none of us had seen it before, you know. So we park in the parking lot to go see Niagara Falls. And we're the only vehicle in the entire parking lot. There's nobody there. And it's probably like, I don't know, noon. No, not a person in sight. And we're like, is it closed? Like, I guess they can't really close Niagara Falls. It's always, it's always flowing, right? Right. So we open the door to go outside, and all of us like let out like either an explicitive or a, oh my gosh, it was the coldest cold I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> so we got all bundled up. We got our jackets on. We had beanies and scarves and. And so we run down the path yeah. to to go to be able to see it because you can't see it from the parking lot, and there's nobody around, and we're sliding on ice and just idiot California kids mm-hmm. that don't know anybody. And we finally get down to where you can view it, and the the spray blowing off the the falls is turning into ice and like pelting us. <laughs> Falling out of the sky and helping us. So I think I saw Niagara Falls for literally 10 seconds. And I was like, screw this. I'm going back to the van. So I start running up to the van. And again, I apparently forgot that there was black ice and that I slipped all the way down. I'm slipping. I fall. I keep falling. And I'm freezing. Like It's just bitter cold. So... I make it up to the, right when I get up to the van, like shortly behind me were the majority of my bandmates. And we got in the van, we all sat in the back and just ran the heater because we were, we, we thought we were going to die. But there was literally not <laughs> one other tourist nor Buffalo, uh, New York resident anywhere close to that place because I think they all knew better. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, and you guys didn't, we're like, well, we got the place to ourselves. Yeah, this is great. They're missing wow. out. And I think I saw it for all of 10 seconds, and I was like, I've had enough. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. I love it. There you go. That's a great story. That's a great story. Um, it gets better every time I tell it, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, like, jumped in with, like, swimming. No. Nah, dude. What else do you want to know? I want to know, I, in closing, I want to know, like, what what music you're, like, into right now. Like, what 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 should I listen to, to you know, in, in the kitchen or like what what's pumping you up or inspiring you? All right. Um, so the last Life in Your Way record, mm-hmm. they did a three part. It's like the Kingdom of Man, the Kingdom of God, and the I think Kingdom of Heaven or something like that. I forget. But I've been listening to that a ton, and they're fantastic. They're one of my favorite hardcore bands, like newer hardcore bands. Um, it prevails is great. Their last EP pumps me up. I love listening to that. 
Um, I know we talked the other day and I was telling you about all the punk rock I've been listening to. Um, uh-huh. But uh, I, I've been lately I've been kind of on a, a Julian Baker kick. Nice. She's fantastic. And then uh, Armand J. I haven't heard he that. He plays in Dashboard. I think he plays guitar in Dashboard, but he has, he does his own solo stuff. And it's kind of like a, I don't know, like a kind of that Julian Baker vibe to things. But good stuff. I love it. Quick... I'll, I'll check out all that. <laughs> yeah, you should. It prevails. Uh, Lair Hill. You'll, you'll love it. It's such a good song. Okay. Yep. Checking it out. I will put it in the kitchen and rock out and hurt my thumb or something. And then <laughs> um, uh, listen to The Healer off of Life in Your Ways EP. Okay. It's so good. I was hoping you were just going to like just surprise me super hard and say there's a new Beautiful Mistake song that I actually hear. But... Oh, no, you'll hear it when it comes out. <laughs> you'll hear okay. it. I mean, I'll, once we record something, I'll send it to you. Perfect. You're in the you're in the circle of trust. I'll Ooh, okay. I mean, it's official. I mean, I'm already in the Wiretap Records Club, but I I, I want that VIP status. Oh, you're <laughs> full on VIP. <laughs> cool, man. Well, I appreciate your time. I'm glad we got to do this, and I can't wait to this actually. Was fun. Like, yeah, I want to. I want to. I'll come visit you at Stone sometime, and you know, I got. I should try. I should do quality control with you and Greg. You know. Why don't we just make this a, a nightly podcast? Yeah, and yeah, like totally. Tomorrow I'll call you at six, yep. and then I'll ask you questions, and then we'll talk about Escondido. But tomorrow we should do the six a.m. so we can talk about the day ahead of us. Yeah, we could talk about the day ahead of us. Yeah, uh, we could talk or not talk, and still find things to not talk about. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, man. Awesome. <sighs> Thanks, All right. Brother. Well, well, Josh Hadquist, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. I appreciate you as a whole. A W-H-O-L-E. I really appreciate you wholly. Are we trying to outdo each other here? No, no. It's more like... All right, well, I, I appreciate you more. Okay, you win. <laughs> cool, man. All right, I'll talk awesome, to you soon. You. I'll talk to you soon. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. That Josh Hackwist is one crazy son of a gun, I'll tell you what. So glad that he's in my life. So glad that he is making music for all of your ears, for your listening pleasure. Uh, At the beginning of the episode, I played a little clip of one of his songs. Off, It's called Memento Mori, another Latin phrase that... um, you remember in the, in the episode I said uh, Josh is a Latin freak, and uh, he 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 and I both have an affinity towards Latin phrasings and just the way of the old language. But, anyways, that's just a clip of it because I don't want to give away too much of the music. I am going to play a song at the end, and that song is called Monument, which is just such a beautiful song uh, in the, in all the veins of emotional hardcore and every any kind of any kind of classification you want to put on it musically. It's just a beautiful song. It's got all the emotion of a good, of singing and screaming and musicianship from all all the members of the band just I I love that song a lot so that'll be the ending song of this episode but before I go and get into that I wanted to say thanks again for listening to the family cast because food and music is life yes and no question about it 
food and music is life. It's a huge part of my life. Hopefully uh, we can be learning more and more of that from each other every week when I do these shows. I got some more guests coming on. I got some more fun stuff happening. The contest is almost ready to rock and roll. I'm just kind of gathering stuff and talking to other people about it who want to participate with me in it for you, really. Um, So, yeah, so that's going to come up soon. Stay tuned for that, the the family cast contest. Um, Be sure to share it if you can, please. Give us a review wherever you listen. Subscribe. You know, just tell, tell a friend because you could hear my voice over and over again saying, hey, check me out, whatever. But if you say, hey check out this show then that's what that's what really helps it go so that's what's going to help josh hagquist sell more records for the beautiful mistake that's what's going to help wiretap records stay in business that's what's going to help podcasts stay around and stuff like that things of that nature so on and so forth uh once again thank you to partners of the show essex coffee roasters my man aaron from be well bane only crime all that from a previous episode we are partnering and you are going to shop there at essexcoffeeroasters.com and use code famcast at checkout to get some 10 percent discount you can also get that uh, crazy happening application of the code famcast at liquiddeath.com when you buy some water there and maybe some other crazy stuff for you. All you crazy liquid deathers who want to murder your thirst, do that at liquiddeath.com. And I'll be partnering up with some more people, so don't be don't be afraid if you hear other brands on here or whatever. It's um, it's fun stuff. I got some cool things happening. Um, I don't want to give too much away, so but yeah. Anyways, uh, what's next? What's next? So we got the song coming up, but before I go, I did also want to say um, continue to be kind to one another. Wear your masks, whether you like it or not. We're almost through this, I think. Things are reopening. Uh, we're getting busy again in the in the food industry. And I uh, hope to see you out there. Make some food for you. Do some pairings. And we can get back to these events. And I can actually do these podcasts live and in person in front of everybody and stuff like that. Maybe do some live cooking demos on the show or whatever. So, yeah, I got my first vaccine. Got another one coming up. Um, whether I like them or not, I never even thought about it. Actually, I was—I just always got them every single year because my mom was in the medical industry. We just always got a vaccine. Pop, you know. Never thought about it, so I'm like, I'm still around. Uh, I don't know, but you know, whatever you want to think about it, it's still helping other people stay healthy. So I want to keep my mom around as long as possible. So she got them. Um, this is not a political rant. I just want everyone to stay healthy, wealthy, and wise, right? So let's let's do that. So, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. I got some rad guests coming up, and yeah, just I just really appreciate you. So, without any further blabbery from this guy, I just like to say a fond farewell to you, my my listeners, me amigos y familia. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Casts again. And here is the beautiful mistake with Monument. Enjoy. Talk to you soon. Ciao.
Thanks for listening to the Family Cast. Yeah. <laughs>